All right, a good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. And we're doing this a little early tonight because this is uh this is uh one of the again we have our mass readings for today. I'm sorry for tomorrow uh, because as you guys know, tomorrow's Sunday, which means you go to mass. Uh, so as always, we should always begin in a state of prayer. Let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I ask that this time tonight be fruitful. That you show us in your word what it is that you're trying to show us and what we need to change in our lives to be more like you, to be more humble like you, to be more Christ-like in our own lives, and that the words from Scripture might uplift us and sustain us no matter what triumph or uh, tribulation we may be going through. We ask this all in your precious name, O oh Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. So let's go ahead and, and dive in, because as we all know, it is the Mass reading for Sunday. Go ahead and dive in here. So we are starting with September 2nd. And our first reading is from uh, uh, Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Now, Israel... Hear the statutes and decrees which I am teaching you to observe, that you may live and may enter in and take possession of the land. Hold on, let me look at something. Sorry, guys, I'm answering a text real quick. Sorry about that. All right, sorry about that, guys. I was My husband was sending me a text. Okay, so, <clears throat> which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you. In your observance of the commandments of the Lord your God, which I enjoin upon you, you shall not add to what I command you, nor subtract from it. Observe them carefully, for thus will you give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations, who will hear of all these statutes and say, This great nation is truly a wise and intelligent people. For what great nation is there that has God so close to it as the Lord our God is to us? Whenever we call upon him, or what great nation has statutes and decrees that are just as this whole law, which I am setting before you today? Responsorial Psalm today. The one who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Whoever walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart and slanders not with his tongue, the one who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Who harms not his fellow man? nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor. 
by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord. The one who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Who lends not his money at usury, and accepts no bribe against the innocent? Whoever does these things shall never be disturbed. The one who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Here's your second reading. Dearest brothers and sisters, all good giving and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change. He willed to give us birth by the word of truth, that we may be a kind of fruit, first fruits of his creatures. Humbly welcome the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deluding yourselves. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Alleluia, alleluia, the Father willed to give us birth by the word of truth, that we may be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. Alleluia, alleluia. Gospel reading according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Pharisees, with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem, gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned him, Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, well, did Israel, Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written? The people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines humans' precepts. You disregard God's commandments, but cling to human traditions. He summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person. But the thing that comes out from within are what defile. From within people, from their hearts, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come within and they defile. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, I want to, of course, as you know, I want to talk about the second and third reading, the second reading and our gospel reading, because they hit at the heart of our faith, don't they? So, the second reading, as you can guess, the part that shot, that will, that, uh, that throws me, that, that's thrown out to us here is, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deluding yourselves. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is to care for orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. So, I have to ask you this question. Do we ever get too comfortable in our faith? Do we? Do we ever get too comfortable in our faith that we kind of forget what God has asked us to do?
Because as St. John Paul II says, you are made for greatness, not comfort. You are made to go out and do things. And so, as we're reading in our second reading, that we're reminded to be doers of the word and not just hearers. So we don't have this stagnant faith, like stagnant water just sits there. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't produce anything. So we're reminded that we need to be ever active. And we need to be doing what we hear. We need to be living out the gospel of Christ. Because that's what Christ has sent us to do. He sent all of us out to preach his word and to live it. The best saying is preach the gospel often. Use words if necessary. So what, I think it's St. Francis that said that. And it means preach the gospel in your actions. Your actions are going to show what the gospel is. Are you helping the afflicted? Are you helping the poor? Are you doing all the things that God expects of you? So, what you're seeing here... What you're you're seeing here is this idea that we are are asked are said to not so much use words to spread the gospel but to use our actions because Christ says that we that what the least of you do to my brethren you do to me and then with the 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 reading of the the 10 virgins you know it says lord lord but they says i do not know you because you weren't ready for me. That gospel reading a couple days ago. Now. What I do want to make clear. What I'll make clear here is. The idea that we. Aren't supposed. To get so involved in the world. That's the second part of this reading. First part is. We need to be active in our faith. We need to be actively engaging people and being with those that need it. The poor, the widow, the afflicted. We need to be with them and give the gospel to them in our actions because it's in our actions that they will see Christ. Now, the second part of this reading is the idea and to keep oneself unstained by the world. I've talked about this in my past sermon where we talk about the idea that the world can get a little messy. The world can, can get a little up in your face. And what I think is interesting is the idea that, you know, the idea that we as people, that we as people can get so sidetracked by the world. We can get so sucked in by what the world offers us. It offers us this allure. This false hope of, you know, comfort and sustainability. And as, again, going back to the words of Pope St. John Paul II, you are made for greatness, not comfort. And what 
I find interesting if you go back to yesterday's reading, and I apologize if I messed those readings up. I don't know what the heck happened, but I think it's in the the the, the first reading. It's from Corinthians, and he talks about how God called the foolish. He didn't he he didn't call the most strong of people. Christ didn't call the most strong people. David, a humble shepherd. And then what does Christ do with the disciples? A tax collector. He doesn't, a fisherman. He doesn't call all these people that are overly qualified and what have you. He calls simple people. And these simple people, they don't have this heart for the world like the Pharisees do. Are you a modern day Pharisee? Because again, we talk about how the mass readings and how we can put them on our own day. Are you a modern-day Pharisee? Are you a modern-day scribe? Are you too engrossed by the world? Are you too engrossed in the allure of the world? Is the world too attractive to you that you're not focusing on God? You're not focusing on God. You're not focusing on Him. So that is that reading. Now let's go to the gospel reading. Because this is important. Because you have to have a little Jewish history. As you guys know, the Jews have this tradition of they don't eat uncleanly. They have to clean things. They're meticulous because that was the tradition that God handed down to them. But Jesus here says something different. He nullifies that by saying, It isn't what enters a man that defiles him. It is what comes out of a man that defiles him. It's his words. It's his language. It's his language. It's his words. It's his speech. So, because again, you got to remember that the Jews just they had their traditions. But here's the thing. As Christ says... The people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. So, we have a disconnect here. We have a disconnect here. And you're going to think that you disregard God's commandment but cling to human tradition. You're going to think that's a, that's a thing against the church. But it's not, because remember, Christ is talking about the old law. Okay, he's talking about the covenant with Moses. We talked about this with Romans 3. We'll talk about it again at Romans 4 tomorrow night. But, again, so he's talking about the old law here, not the new law that he's established. He's talking about the old law. So he's saying that these Pharisees are so wrapped up in human tradition that they've taken God out of the picture. They don't even care. They just do it to do it. And yet, they're going and living this life of slander, of adultery, of drunkenness, whatever. Whatever they're doing, all these things. And and Christ is calling them out. He's like, it is not what enters a man that defiles him. It is what leaves a man that stains him. And he goes and lists adultery and all these other things. And greed and envy. And so, again, we have to talk about this idea that how do we approach this to our own day? Well, we talk about language. Are you belittling somebody? 
Do you say that you honor God and you worship Him, but is your speech showing that? Is your speech showing that? Is your speech showing that? Because if it is not, then we need to reconfigure our lives in a way that our language is pleasing to God. Because the fact of the matter is, you can get into this rhythm of just worshiping God, but your heart's not there. That you're just doing it to do it, and yet you're going to speak in ways that aren't pleasing to God. You're going to speak in ways that He wouldn't approve of. And Christ is calling the Pharisees out, and He's calling us out as well. Is our language matching our faith? Is our language matching our faith? Now, before I go on to our psalm reading, which is actually very short, I, I want to make this point. I want to make this point really quickly. And the point I want to make is simply this. If our speech is not Christ-like, then we are not honoring God. We are not honoring God. If our speech, if what we say isn't upholding somebody that type of thing is you have a problem. You have a problem that you are worshiping God, but you're not doing it with your whole heart. Your heart's not in it. Okay, your heart's not in it. Let's go ahead and do our our daily reading now. It's from Psalms, Psalm 6. O Lord, rebuke me not in thy anger, neither chastise me in thy hot displeasure. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. My soul is also sore vexed. But thou, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake, for in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave who shall give thee thanks? I am weary with my groaning. All the night I make my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Mine eyes is consumed because of grief. It waxeth old because of all mine enemies. Depart from me, all ye wonders of it, workers of inequity. For the Lord hath heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord hath heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all mine enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. So, this is a very quick reflection. I don't have too much to say on this because it is just from Psalms. And my only thing is, the psalmist here, which is usually David. David is credited as writing this book of Psalms. He's crying out for God for mercy. He's asking God to come help him in his situation. And that's 
pretty much what the book of Psalms is. It is praise of God, but it's also David asking for mercy from God for the situation that he's in because he feels as if his enemies have surrounded him. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that way? If you do, then you need to focus on what it is that you are doing. You need to focus on what it is that you want to do in your life. And cry out to God because he's a loving God. He will answer your prayer. He will answer your prayer and he will come to you when you are in distress. As always, everybody, remember it's Sunday, so you go to Mass today. And take time to, to listen during Mass and reflect on the homily that your priest gives because it's going to be something similar to what I gave about the idea of our language and how our language affects everything. It is not what enters us that defiles us. It is more what leaves us. How does our speech affect us? How does our speech lead us to sin? God bless you all, and thank you for listening to Catholic Reflections. Good night.